Angel's Day by Molly Brown. Narrated by Adjua Ando. Morning. Angel woke, shivering, in a cheap hotel room littered with condom packets. She stepped into her clothes, a wrinkled pink summer dress with a white lace collar and a leather jacket, much too big. She knew this guy once. His name was Ricky. She woke up shivering and hurting and kneading on a morning just like this one. Ricky was gone, and the dope was gone, and all the money she'd made the night before was gone, but the bastard left his jacket. She paused in front of King's Cross Station, clutching the money in her hand, holding her breath, looking for the Italian. Then she saw him, outside the post office in Euston Road. He was leaning against the wall, dressed in expensive jeans and a black leather jacket, standing motionless, hands in pockets, eyes hidden behind dark glasses, ignored by passers-by. The light changed and Angel crossed a road filled with cars and taxis and buses. The night before, in the dark, she was pretty, with long brown centre-parted hair, big round eyes and a tiny cupid's bow of a mouth. But now it was morning, and she was ill. Trembling, shoulders hunched, face ashen and glistening with sweat. She stumbled on legs that were stick-insect thin, fragile as glass. The Italian took his hands out of his pockets and stepped away from the wall, walking very slowly. Angel wiped her dripping nose on her jacket sleeve and slipped a damp, crumpled note into the man's outstretched hand. He spat, and a small foil-covered pellet landed on the pavement. Cops can't look in your mouth, Ricky once told her. That counts as an intimate body search. If they grab you, swallow. If they put you in a cell, just make damn sure you don't shit for 24 hours, then they gotta let you go. It's the fucking law. The Italian moved away, disappearing into crowds of mourning people. He never once spoke, never even looked at her. Angel bent down briefly, then stumbled back the way she came, fighting back waves of nausea. In her tiny room near the station... She removes the wrapping from a chocolate bar and lets the chocolate fall to the floor. It's the silver paper she wants. She tears the cellophane from a fresh needle and lifts her dress, exposing the marks on her thigh. Afternoon Angel was out working when it started to rain. She headed towards a place she knew, a tunnel underneath a railway bridge north of the station, alongside some waste ground and a depot. She stepped into the tunnel, and three women blocked her path. She didn't know them. She'd never seen them before. They were older than Angel, and big, with wide shoulders and muscular arms. Where do you think you're going, little one? asked the largest, stepping forward. She had shoulder-length black hair, parted on the side, and little piggy eyes smeared with blue makeup. Her face and arms were dotted with moles. She wore tight, ripped jeans and heavy lace-up boots. She had a northern accent. I asked where the fuck you think you're going, bitch. Angel stared at the ground. Nowhere. Her voice sounded high and thin and far away. Nowhere, the woman repeated in a tinny falsetto, mocking Angel's strained little girl voice. The other two laughed. Well, nowhere ain't around here, love, is it? She grabbed Angel by the hair and slammed her against the tunnel wall. The other two leapt forward, holding her there. Angel looked around in desperation, 
There was no one around that she knew, none of the regulars. These three must have scared them all away. Now the bridge belonged to them, and there was no one who would help her. A car drove under the bridge, lights on, window open, hugging the curb. It pulled to a stop, distracting the women's attention. Angel bolted forward. Get me out of here, I'll do anything you want. The driver told her to get in. The man drove a short way, then parked behind a derelict building with boarded-up windows and rainbow splashes of graffiti. He was blonde, in his late twenties. He wore a flashy suit, pure silk, and several rings, gold. Well, he said. Angel's eyes went blank. Something inside her switched off. She bent forward, reaching for the man's zipper, but he stopped her, grabbing her hand and pushing it away. You gonna tell me what that was about? Angel looked up, confused.